Twins lose to the Brewers in the series opener. I'm going to tell you why Jose Miranda should be getting more time over Gio Urshela. Miguel Sano, two-run double at St. Paul. How does he fit into the roster? And looking ahead to the rest of this week on today's episode of Locked on Twins. You are Locked on Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Tuesday, July 12th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Today, the episode is brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks again for making Locked On Twins your first listen every day. Locked On Twins, your team every day. I've been doing this for three years, been running at Twins Daily for four, and I have a couple things to discuss with you tonight. And I think the main topic is Jose Miranda, Gio Urshela, Miguel Sano. How does everything fit in when Sano comes back? When Sano comes back? He's in St. Paul now, so he's right down the road, folks. He's right down the road. And what I'll say about Miguel Sano is, you know, it's been – an up and down road to this point, and his downs have been glaring downs, glaring downs. His ups the second half of 2019 haven't lasted long enough in his career, and I can understand why people just don't want to see Miguel Sano play for the Twins anymore. I totally get that. Like He's very frustrating to watch, especially in the first half of seasons. In the second half of last year, he was good at the plate. He's always good in the second half. I don't know. If you get second half Miguel Sano, in his career, if you get second half Miguel Sano when he returns, that's absolutely a middle of the order bat. When you look at Miguel Sano's career, and I'm looking at his splits for his entire career, in the first half of seasons, he hits 233 with an 801 OPS. In second halves of seasons in 323 games, hitting 240 with a 334 on base percentage, slugging 492, that's an 826 OPS. And to put that into context, an 826 career OPS in the second half. To put that into context with the current Twins, Jorge Polanco has a 763 OPS. Carlos Correa has an 803 OPS. Byron Buxton, 845. Luis Arise, 869. Miguel Sano in the second half in his career would rank third on this team in OPS right now. I, I think it's unfair to say he couldn't help this team in the second half of the season because what he's shown over and over and over again is that he can help in the second half. I'm not going to write him off, but I will say this. Jose Miranda should not be losing playing time to Gio Urshela at this point. I think Jose Miranda today might be, is a better, I think today Jose Miranda is a better hitter than Gio Urshela. I think he's more dangerous. I think he's a better hitter. I just think overall, he's a better major league hitter than Gio Urshela right now. I think Gio's maybe more consistent, puts together better plate appearances. It's close enough though. Gio's a better defender at third, no question about that. But even his metrics don't look great. He's made some plays that don't go down as errors, but that don't look good. They don't look good when you watch it. Miranda is here for the future. I'm not sure Gio Rochelle is going to get tendered a contract next year. And I think everything you can say about Miguel Sano when he comes back and Jose Miranda losing playing time potentially to Miguel Sano can be said about Gio Rochella. Urshela probably doesn't have a future on this team. And I like Gio, and I've enjoyed watching him. I think that trade has worked out for the Twins pretty well. 
But Jose Miranda looks like the real deal. He looks like a middle-of-the-order bat for the next six years for the Twins. And he's sitting tonight. I would like to see Jose Miranda start 70% of games at third base. Get Gio in there. But when it's a left-handed starter, Miranda's going to play anyway. Against a right-handed starter, I would like to see him start at third base over Gio at this point. At least 70-80% of the time. You know, an 8 out of 10 right-handed starters, I think Miranda should be in the starting lineup. And I think you can get creative with that. You can go Louie at DH, Arise at DH, Miranda at first. Miranda at DH, Louie at first, Gio at third. You can get creative with that. It's tough sometimes because they want Buxton to DH. I don't think Miranda should be sitting as much as he does, though, with the way that he's looked at the plate recently. And this isn't just like a little baby stretch for Jose Miranda. This is an extended period where he's been very good. He's now an above league average hitter on the season for the Twins. And that's with how bad he was when he first came up. So when you look at Jose Miranda's last like month, you look at him since June 1st, he's hitting 306 with a 352 on base percentage and slugging 531. His OPS is nearly 900 in 32 games since June 1st. And you can even stretch that back to May 20th. In his last 39 games, he's hitting 319 with an OPS over 900. Dating back to May 20th, that's nearly 40 games, 126 plate appearances. He's a rookie. I don't expect him to have a 900 OPS the rest of the way. I think he's going to go through his lumps. You see the plate discipline's not quite there. But he has... A lot more upside than Gio Urshela. And I think he's a better player today than Gio Urshela. And maybe I'm drinking the Jose Miranda Kool-Aid because I watched him at AAA last year and I watched how well he performed. And I was so excited to see him join the Twins. And he's been so good recently. But I think today Miranda Miranda's a better player than Gio Urshela. And certainly in the future has a, has a chance to be a, a much better player. And that's not as much a knock on Gio as it is a prop to Jose Miranda who is here for a reason. He hit 340 with power for a reason last year. He's a top 100 prospect for a reason. I like Gio. I like him. I think Miranda's better. And I think Miranda should be getting those at-bats, should be getting those plate appearances. Where does Miguel Sano fit into all this? Where is Miguel Sano? I'm going to tell you after this word. From Bill Bar, from the people who invented healthy and tasty, comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You probably tried the amazing Coconut Chunk Bilt Bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given Coconut Brownie Chunk the Puffs treatment. That's right, the Coconut Brownie Chunk Bilt Bar flavor you love in a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness, but stop drooling and listen. They are good for you. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and all delicious. Coconut Brownie Chunk Puffs are only here for a limited time. Go to Built.com now to make sure you don't miss out. They're going fast because they taste amazing. Delicious coconut, rich, sweet brownie, creamy marshmallow. Stop fantasizing. Get to Built.com to order your box of Coconut Brownie Chunk buff Puffs right now. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Get your hands on these. They're healthy. They're tasty. And you're going to love him. Where does Miguel Sano fit in? He's at AAA. It's going to be after the All-Star break. Miguel Sano returns. But I think it'll be right after the All-Star break, which is coming up. And the Twins, you know, how many games do they have? Six six or five games until the All-Star break. So I absolutely think Miguel Sano is going to join this team after the All-Star break because there's a limit on his rehab assignment of 21 days. They could stretch that in certain ways. But I think you're going to see him after the all-star break. So where do, where the hell does he fit in on this roster? If you start to phase out Gio a little bit, I'm not saying bench Gio, like 
don't play Gio Urshela or DFA or trade Gio Urshela. I think Gio is an asset for them defensively, and I think offensively has come through with some big hits. He can go to all fields. He's about a league average hitter, I think, at this point of his career. He's a fine player to have on your 26-man roster. But if you start to phase him out and play him you know, two, three times a week instead of five, six times a week, that opens up at-bats for Miranda, but it also opens up at-bats for Miguel Sano. You can put Alex Kirloff in left field if you're facing a left-handed pitcher. It's interesting with Sano because he, he's hit righties better than lefties you know, over the last few years. So it's, it's interesting. But just hypothetically, let's say it's Lucas Giolito on the mound for the White Sox, and you want to get Sano into the lineup. You put Sano at first. I think Sano is a better defender than Luis Rice at first base. I, I just think he is. I think Alex Kirilov can be the best defender of them all. But Louis just moved over there. It's pretty short for a first baseman. He's held his own. I think Sano is probably a better first baseman. I think Kirilov is the best first baseman. And I think Kirilov will be a very good defensive first baseman in his career. And that's his long-term home. But at this point, you have a jam at third. You have a jam at first. You can put Kirloff in left field while Larnick's hurt. It's it's pretty simple. You put Kirloff in left. You have Sano at first. You DH Luis Arise. There's your there's your rotation right there. Or you can go, you know, Arise at first, DH Sano, Kirloff in left. Kirloff at first. Unfortunately, Arise and Sano can't play left field. They're not putting Lou out in the outfield this year, which I think is good for his health and just good for the team because he was not good in the outfield. Uh, but it's not hard to find at-bats for Miguel Sano, in my opinion. And I think you're probably sending down here Berto Celestino. And by that point, we'll probably have another injury, and it's not going to really be a question. But he's coming. Like, he's coming. He's going to be added to the roster. And he's going to get at-bats. They're going to give him a chance in the second half. They're going to buy into it. I'm convinced of that. I think Miguel Sano is going to get a chance in the second half for this team to do what he's done in his career, which is hit in the second half and produce and at times be a, a true middle-of-the-order slugger who can you know hit 35 home runs in a season and get on base and draw walks. At this point in his career, this is I said it when he got hurt. That was probably it for Miguel Sano in a Twins uniform. I think they're going to give him another chance, though. With the way things are trending, he had a double tonight. He looked good. I know it's just the GCL, but he looked good in the GCL. He looks fine. He's going to get a chance in the second half. And I think he, especially because Gio Urshela is not excelling at the plate. And if you just start to phase out Gio, you can bring Miranda and Sano into the picture. You have a pretty clear send down in Humberto Celestino. It makes the outfield picture a little murkier, but I think Alex Kirloff should be getting more at-bats against left-handed pitching. So you start Kirloff and left against left-handed pitching or garlic and left, or, you know, you start Kepler against some lefties. You can do it and, and you can do it viably with Sano in the picture, with Moran in the picture, with Urshela in the picture and with moving down Herberto Celestino. He's just not hitting. Celestino hasn't hit in weeks now. He's an easy send down. He has no power. I know he's played a decent left field. He's made some mistakes out there. I like Selly and I think he'll be a valuable, he is a valuable fourth outfielder for this team, but Nick Gordon looks pretty good in that role. And I, I honestly don't think you need both of them, especially with the way Kirloff has swung the bat. He can start against righties and lefties. Everybody can fit in here. It's always like, oh, there's this big roster crunch. They can fit these guys in. If Celestino was performing better, it would be easier to keep him on the roster, but it's, it's not easy to keep him on the roster at this point. And Sano has upside. And the downside is he looks like he did in the first half of this season. That's a very real possibility. The overwhelming evidence, though, with Miguel Sano is that if you give him a chance in the second half, he's going to hit in the second half. And a lot of Twins fans checked out last year, and I get it. I get it. 
a lot of Twins fans checked out. I was still here doing it five days a week. I watched 155 games probably of the Twins last year. And Miguel Sano in the second half of 2021 did what he usually does. And it wasn't 2019 second half, but, and we had a COVID year in 2020, but he hit 250 with a 343 on base percentage, slugged 504 for an 847 OPS in the second half last year. And that was after they moved him into like a platoon role. Then he earned his spot back. He hit 15 home runs in 67 games, drew a bunch of walks. He still struck out a lot, but it doesn't matter if you're, if he's hitting 250 with a 343 on base percentage, he drew 33 walks and 274 plate appearances. And he's slugging 504 with 16 doubles and 15 homers. I don't care if he strikes out in 30% of his plate appearances because he's getting on base and he's hitting for power. And we've seen how valuable he can be if he's right. That's the second half of last year. That is one year ago he did that in the second half. So I think they're going to give him a chance. And, you know, I, I think he he can fit in. And I'm, I'm willing to see through the second half because there's overwhelming evidence that in the second half of seasons, Miguel Sano is much, much better. There's overwhelming evidence that in the first half of seasons, he's awful. That has continued this year. Now we'll see if the former continues, if he is good in the second half. I know a lot of Twins fans feel like he just needs to be off the team and they need to stop playing him and stop investing in Miguel Sano, especially because he's not going to be on the team next year. And I don't necessarily disagree, but I don't agree with the notion that there's no way he can help them in the second half. I think he can. I know that's controversial, but we're going to see. After this word from Rock Auto, why I think the Twins are leaking runs, leaking, leaking, leaking runs, and how they can turn it around with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. The recent like skid, the Twins have lost three out of four, is because they're leaking tons of runs in the rotation. And the bullpen hasn't been great. You know, they leaked more runs tonight in the bullpen. But it's mostly been the rotation and giving up home runs. I think the biggest difference in the last, you know, week or two for the Minnesota Twins is they're giving up a bunch of homers. And they weren't really doing that in the first couple of months. They gave up a bajillion homers last year. And recently, they've started to give up homers. And when you give up homers, you lose a lot of games. When you hit homers, you win a lot of games. And the Twins have given up homers. They were down early on a two-run homer from McCutcheon. Willie Adamas hits a two-run homer. And you're buried against this Brewers bullpen with Devin Williams in the eighth, Josh Hader in the ninth. You have like three chances after the starter leaves the game to put up some runs. They had opportunities. Gio Rochella grounded out with the bases loaded. That's part of the reason I think Miranda should get some time. Not because I don't think, you know, Gio's come through in those spots a lot, but just because, you know, Jose Miranda has also done that. And I think he's a better player, as I said. But they're leaking runs. And I think they need to execute better. Stop walking, guys. I mean, they're walking too many hitters. They're getting behind in too many counts. And the Twins tomorrow in the series finale really need a vintage show Ryan start, like six or seven innings, three earned runs or less. And give them a good start. They need that very badly from Joe Ryan. Going into a four-game four series with the White Sox, you split with the Brewers at home, go into that four-game set, 
Twins need that. They need Joe Ryan to be the good Joe Ryan tomorrow. He needs to be the one tomorrow to put a stop to this leakage from starting pitchers. Wasn't Sonny Gray in Texas. Wasn't Devin Smeltzer, who's done it mostly all year. Wasn't Josh Winder tonight. Got to be Joe Ryan tomorrow. Stop it. Stop the leakage. And I think if Joe Ryan can give them six or seven innings, that's going to help a lot going into the weekend series against Chicago. And you have Chicago playing Cleveland right now. The Guardians have taken two of the first three in that series, and they'll have game four tomorrow night on Wednesday night. You let them beat each other up. You know, I'm hoping the Guardians take three out of four from the White Sox because, again, I still view the White Sox as the biggest threat in this division. But if you can pick up a game on one of them tomorrow, that's great. And then you go into the Sox series, and you can kind of take control of that series, hopefully, and get back on track in the rotation. The offense has been okay tonight. There were so many rain delays. There's it was a really weird game tonight with all the stoppages. It felt like they were never really in that game for some reason. They were down early. They got down 5-1. to one. It was over early, it felt like, especially with the Brewers' bullpen. But the overwhelmingly, the offense has been good. So the offense keeps it up. Keep having good at-bats. You know, Keep getting the starters. It's Aaron Ashby on Wednesday, and then it'll be uh, Cueto, Kopech, Cease, and Lynn this weekend at Target Field. So there'll be opportunities to score runs. Look what they did against the White Sox in Chicago. They scored a, a million runs in Chicago. So offense, keep it going. The difference so recently has been the starting rotation. And it kind of is a reminder of how good the rotation was in the first couple months of the year, right? When they gave them a chance to win every single night, it felt like, or five nights a week, the twins had a chance to win these games. And recently they've been down early. And again, it just feels like they're out. It feels like they're down and out of these games. And it's unfortunate because their offense can be really special. And I actually think in the second half, if you get second half, Miguel Sano, if Miguel Sano did, did, does in this second half what he did last year, which, you know, is at 850 OPS in the second half, that adds to the offensive upside. And that makes you even more dangerous down the stretch. If you can get quality starts from your starters. I thought Josh was okay tonight. I didn't think he was bad. His stuff looked good. He was missing spots. He made some mistakes with the fastball. It's going to happen. He's a rookie pitcher. He's still working out the pitch mix. I didn't think he was bad. I thought the stuff was good, which is, that's the best sign when his fastball is like sitting 95. He was 93, 94 up points, but I saw more 95s tonight than I did when he was in Chicago. That's a good sign for me that the stuff is there. He located some sliders down and away, got some swings and misses, just gave up a couple homers. And that's been the difference for the Twins recently is giving up too many home runs. Uh, Joe Ryan needs to buck that trend in game two of this series, get the split, and look forward to Chicago. And hopefully, if the White Sox lose Wednesday, you're coming in with a you know six-game lead on them in a four-game set. You take three out of four there, you got an eight-game lead on the White Sox going into the All-Star break. It's a great spot to be. Thanks for making Locked on Twins your first listen every single day. Locked on Twins covering your team every day. Don't make your second listen. Locked on MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day, and go Twins.